up, everyone? Welcome back to Diary of an Empath. As always, I like to start out my episodes with gratitude, thanking each and every one of you who come back each and every week, who show me love, send me messages, share the episode, and who have just been diehard listeners. I appreciate you guys so much. I want to start out with reading some reviews because I did this last episode, and I think it's a really nice way to just acknowledge people who are listening and who are showing love. This message, I'm not sure the name, but it's GM3223. You have been a bright light during my darkest times. I'll admit I stepped away from listening to your last couple of episodes. Life started to feel overwhelming and I fell off my path. From the moment I left my abusive marriage, I have been listening to your show and applying what I've learned to my life. I was able to fight for the protection of my daughter and me. I got a full-time job and I'm enrolled in school full-time as well. I was going to the gym at five in the morning and training Brazilian jiu-jitsu as well. Everything was going great until he completely stopped reaching out to our daughter. Seeing her in pain and not knowing what to do hit me deep. I have learned a lot from your shows but this was something I wasn't prepared for. Thankfully, I found a fantastic book that helped me explain things to her. Where is my dad? Written by Amber Ivy and Taylor Ivy. Today, I began my morning with your show. Something had stepped away from me and I soon realized how much your show has been helping me. Listening to your episode, I realized I haven't slowed down. My body just needed a break. I'm all caught up on your episodes and I have learned so much. I am a good mother and I need to be easier on myself. Thank you for keeping it real. Thank you so much for that message. It's messages like that that keeps me going because I know that this podcast is changing lives. It's relatable. And sometimes when we go through things, we don't realize that there are other people out there that can relate. And that's what I love about this platform is I can share my stories. I can be my most authentic self and I can relate to other people. And one thing that this podcast has taught me is that there are people who are cheerleading for me who are in my corner. And it's also taught me that not everyone who I thought were my friends and who I thought were supporting me really did when it came down to it. But it also made me start questioning myself and asking myself, how am I showing up for the relationships in my life? I think oftentimes we get so consumed with our own things going on in our lives, we forget to ask ourselves, and really evaluate how we're showing up for the relationships and the people in our life. We often evaluate how others are showing up for us, but when is the last time you evaluated how you are showing up for the relationships in your life? Because as we navigate our life and as we navigate our emotions, it can be easy and almost natural to be consumed with your own emotions and go to others when we need help. We're human. That's what we naturally do. We go to our friends when we need help. We go to our family when we need help. We go to others for advice. But how do you support the ones that you care for? Do you check in with them without needing anything in return? Or do you only call when you need something from them? And hey, I've been guilty for it in the past, but I had to reevaluate Am I just checking in to say hi? Am I only calling when I need something? And sometimes you're human and it's going to happen. But that's why I encourage you and I challenge each and every one of you to evaluate how you're showing up for relationships in your life. In a recent study that was conducted by the Proceedings of National Academy of Sciences showed that it's not who you're with, but it's the dynamic that you have with them that makes relationships successful. Because sometimes we are so caught up in our day-to-day -day busy lives, 
we forget how important and how much it can mean just for you to check in, cheerlead, or even just show up for someone in your life. And I get it. I've been there. I still go through these things from day to day. So I'm actively working on this in my life for the people who are important for me. Growth requires self-awareness and insight. You cannot grow if you're not self-aware. If you can't learn lessons from the past, you're doomed to repeat them. So growing as a person, as a human, as a spiritualist, as somebody who is just navigating day-to-day life, it's important that you have self-awareness and self-insight to not only improve your relationship with yourself, but also to improve the relationships that are around you. And although it's important for you to evaluate the relationships around you and how they are showing up for you, it's equally important to evaluate how you are showing up for them. Become the friend that you would want for yourself or lover or whatever that relationship is. So today I want to talk about five ways that you can show up for the relationships in your life. Number one is don't just call when you need something. Sometimes we don't always do this purposefully. You know, I've been in situations with friends who are dear to me, who I found calling only when I needed advice or I needed help. And it wasn't because I didn't care. It's just because those are the first people that I thought of when I needed advice because I value their advice so much. They're the first people that pops into my head when I call. And sometimes I get so caught up in my day-to-day life because I'm such a busy person that I forget to just call to call them. And I had to really stop and consider how it probably makes the other person feel on the other end if I'm only calling when I need something. So even if it's just sending a quick text message, saying, hey, how are you? A quick phone call. I love using voice notes. They're so convenient. And because I'm so busy, even if I can send a voice note that's a little bit more personalized than a text message, just to say, hey, how are you? What's going on in your life? Is there anything that I can do? And sometimes just that simple check-in can really make the person feel valued. I know that there have been some people in my life who just check in from time to time. And when this started happening with certain people, I felt weird. I'm like, do they want something? Like, what do they want? Because I'm so used to people wanting things from me. I deal with so many clients as a healer. I'm always used to people coming to me when they need advice or when they need something fixed, which is perfectly fine. I know that that's part of my purpose and that's part of why I'm here. But someone checking in with me just to check in with me was so foreign that I almost questioned the person's motives at first because I just wasn't used to it. I think we need to get more comfortable checking in with each other or just saying hi and not always contacting someone just when you need something. Side note, did you guys know that I'm not only a therapist, but I'm also a professional tarot reader? It's not exactly me hovering over a crystal ball telling your future. It's a tool to connect with your guides and your higher self to help you in certain areas of your life. Tarot genuinely changed my life and it can potentially change yours too. Click on the link in this podcast for more info. Okay, back to the podcast. The second way you can show up for the relationships in your life is to support their interests, whether it's a business, whether it's an event, whether it's something that they're doing, be there for them, be their cheerleader. I had such an epiphany when I started my business and when I started my podcast. There were people who I thought were friends 
who I thought would be the first ones to support, would be the first ones to share my content. And they were actually the ones who never did anything. They would share competitors. And I call them competitors, even though I love certain people's podcasts. I love Jay Shetty. I love Steve Bartlett. And I listen to them actively, but I would have friends that would share their content and have never shared anything from me, have never listened to one of my podcasts, even though it's the same type of niche. And at first, you know, that really disappointed me and it really made me feel like I was not supported. Meanwhile, I had people that supported everything that I have done and who have been my cheerleader and who have given me supportive messages. And these were the people that I least expected it from. And it meant the world. And of course, I have my two dear friends, Christy and Fiona. And of course, they have always been my cheerleaders in their own way. And so those are the types of people that you want to keep in your life. But I challenge you to ask yourself and evaluate how are you showing up for those relationships when it comes to supporting your friends and your relationships in your life, your family, or whoever it is, are you sharing their content? Are you telling them that you're proud of them? Are you supporting them? Are you showing up for events? I'm not saying that you always have to drop everything that you're doing in order to support somebody in your life, but even sharing something, even reaching out to them to say, hey, I read your blog, or I listened to your podcast, or I saw that you were doing X, Y, and Z, and I just want to say that I'm loving it and I'm proud of you. Keep going. Something like that, as significant as it is, even if it just takes you two minutes to reach out, it really makes the difference and it encourages the people around you. So we get caught up sometimes so much into what we're doing with our lives that we forget to show up for the people around us. And I think that showing up for events and for things that are very important to the people in your life can make the world of difference and strengthen your friendship, your relationship, your energy with the family and your friends that you have in your life. So I encourage each and every one of you to really ask yourself if you are showing up in the way that you need to when it comes to supporting their dreams or just simply supporting the things that are meaningful for them. The third way you can show up for the relationships in your life is to be there in times of need. Now, this is a big one because I think that when we go through crises or when we go through certain things within our life, we think that there are certain people that are just automatically going to be there for us. And that's not always the case. And I think that for me, when I look back at the times when I went through the biggest hardships, even my biggest successes, that's where I saw who was truly in my circle, who was truly my friends, who was truly supporting me and rooting for me and it's because they were there in the time of need in their own way not all of the people in my life dropped everything that they were doing in order to be there for me sometimes it was just a supportive message sometimes it was a supportive conversation I have my friend who came here all the way from an hour away just to take me to an appointment after my surgery. Sometimes it's as big as that. So it doesn't always have to be in these major, major ways. But what can you do to support someone who's important to you when they need the most support, when they need the most love? Don't just support them or go to them in times of need when they're on their ass, but also when they need help in times that they're being successful. Maybe their need is to repost something. Maybe their need is to just have a friend to hang out and have a drink with. So ask them, how can I be there for you when you need it the most? 
ask them. Don't ever be afraid to ask those questions because I think that if you put the shoe on the other foot and someone came to you and said, how can I be there to support you? How would that feel for you? Wouldn't that feel empowering? Wouldn't that make you feel like you're loved and that you're valued? And I think that deep down inside, that's what we truly want. We want to feel valued as humans, as friends, as moms, as fathers, as wives, as husbands. We just want to feel valued from the people that are around us. Which brings us into the fourth way that you can show up for the relationships in your life, and that's asking if they need anything. Just do a check-in. So even if you're in a relationship or if you're married, check in. Do a once-a-week check-in or a once-a-month check-in to say, hey, how are we doing? What do you need from me, and how can I improve this relationship? How can I show up for you? Even doing a check-in when there's nothing wrong, don't wait for things to go wrong in order to ask what someone needs. Check in with them because I can guarantee if you do a daily check-in, a weekly check-in, or even a monthly check-in with someone that's important for you and you ask them, what do you need from me and how can I show up for you? They are going to tell you what they need. You will not have to assume. And I think one of the mistakes that we often make when it comes to relationships is that we assume that our partner is going to automatically know how to meet our needs, whether it's friendships, relationships, families, etc. We assume that people should know what we need automatically. And the reality is that's just not the case. People are not mind readers. It's better to be very straightforward with what you need, but sometimes people are not always good with communicating what they need or what their needs are. So if you do a monthly check-in, a weekly check-in, it opens the conversation to happen to say, hey, what do you need from me? How can I be more supportive to you? Whether that's your partner or your friend or whomever, it opens the conversation for them to say, well, it would be helpful if you could call more often. My needs would be met if you were to talk to me every day. I would feel important if you shared some of my content. So whatever their needs are, it just opens that dialogue and vice versa. It opens the dialogue for you to state maybe what your needs are, whether they're being met or whether they're not being met, just having a conversation can make the world of difference. So do a check-in, ask what they need, ask how you can be more supportive and don't be afraid to do these things either, because I think oftentimes we are scared to have these hard conversations, but the more that you have these conversations, the more comfortable you're going to get having these conversations with the people in your lives. And I bet you there's going to be some people in your life that if you ask these questions, they almost might be taken back and not know how to respond because they probably are not used to having that question asked. I know that for me, when this happened to me, I was like stumped, like, oh, well, I've never had that question asked before, you know, because I think we are used to a level of selfishness when it comes to relationships in our lives. And sometimes people don't mean to be selfish, but sometimes conversations are uncomfortable. There's people who struggle with communication. There's different levels of communication that people are comfortable with and not comfortable with. And sometimes we just don't communicate our needs as well. So when you start to ask these questions and open the line of communication, it might stump people in your life. But I encourage you to show up for the relationships in your life and ask them, how can I be a better friend? How can I be a better partner? How can I be more supportive to you in your life and the things that matter to you? 
The fifth way that you can show up for the relationships in your life is to tell them how you feel. And this kind of coincides with what I was just saying, opening the line of communication, telling someone exactly how you feel. How do you feel about them? How do you feel about their business? Are you supportive? Do you feel excitement for what they're doing? Do you have concerns? Let them know because again, we're not mind readers. And I know for me, for my podcast, when people have come to me, whether I know them or not, and they've said, hey, I loved this episode. I loved how you said A, B, and C, and this is how it made me feel, and this is how it affected me. I love hearing that. That motivates me. So just hearing that makes all the difference. And sometimes that came from people who I least expected it from, and it really made me feel like, wow, these are the types of people that I need to have in my life. And the ones that I didn't hear anything from who gave me no support, it made me completely want to distance myself from those people. So just speaking up and saying how you feel can really bring you closer to those relationships that are important to you. And at the same time, it could encourage them to be more open to you. Because again, we're all at different levels of communication and not everyone communicates the same. Sometimes we have that assumption that people think like us, they communicate like us, or they should think like us and they should communicate like us. And unfortunately, we're all very different based on how we grew up, based on our belief systems, based on our education levels. There's so many underlying factors to take into consideration. So never assume that that person knows how you feel. That's why it's so important to say how you feel open up the line of communication, ask how you can show up for them in your lives and vice versa. Tell them what you need in your life as well. Because when you have two people that are showing up for each other, supporting each other, asking, how can I make this relationship better? How can I show up for you? That's a recipe for success, whether it's a friendship or relationship, partnership. That is cannot fail when you have two people who are communicating and trying to meet each other's needs. Because if you're constantly just thinking about yourself, thinking about your own needs, thinking about how people are going to show up for you, well, what work are you putting in to show up for the relationship? It takes two. It's a partnership. You can't just be the only one with expectations. So if you're focusing on, on the needs of your partner and they're focusing on your needs, then you guys are equally focusing on the needs that need to be met within each other. And it's not selfish to have expectations or to have boundaries or to have standards. I'm not saying that. However, sometimes you have to put less focus on yourself and more focus on the other person. And of course, you put in energy where you're getting energy back. So if someone's putting energy into you, you put in energy to that other person. But of course, if you try these things and that person is not putting in energy to you, by all means, I am not saying to exert all this energy into someone who doesn't give a fuck about you or doesn't give a fuck about what's going on in your life. Energy comes where energy is given, and that's where you put in the effort and the energy. You may find that as you are supporting people in your life and you increase the number of supportive people in yours, that you simultaneously eliminate the sources of negative energy in your circle. When my podcast started doing really well and I opened my business, I was so excited. I still am. It brought people in my life that I had no idea that they would be so supportive. But it also revealed weaknesses in so many of my relationships. 
Friends would post celebrities and well-known people's content. They wouldn't glance or even repost mine, not an ounce of support. And at first, it stung. I felt betrayed. I felt disappointed. Friends who I thought were friends didn't even show up for me. But this was actually a really great thing because it showed me who I need to put my time and energy into. And it taught me a lesson at how valuable supporting the people you care about really is. And that's why I wanted to do this episode. The next time something good or bad happens to you, pay attention who reaches out, who supports you, who scrolls on by. And I encourage you to do the same. Next time you know or care for someone, when they do something important, reach out to them, support them, tell them how you feel, and most importantly, be there for them in a way that you would want them there for you. These are the relationships worth your energy. I hope all of you enjoyed this episode. If you know somebody who needs to hear this episode, please share this with them. And of course, if you enjoy the episodes, if you like the podcast, please rate and review because it helps my podcast get on the charts. It really reflects the work that I put into this podcast and it means so much, even if you just take 60 seconds to write a quick review. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And until the next time, see you on the next episode of Diary of an Empath.